Welcome, everybody, to Hidden Guardians Podcast, your only podcast hosted by actual Hidden Guardians. Today, we're going to be discussing the guns that have come out of Season 16 slash Witch Queen expansion. If my math holds, there's around 50 new ones that were added. We're just going to kind of talk about them, make fun of them, compliment the ones we really like. But joining Venge and I today is a very special guest. We have Burgundy World. He is a self-proclaimed Destiny weeb and game... (laughs) And Weeb Game Enthusiast, excuse me, Destiny and Weeb Game Enthusiast. He likes to play Yakuza games, so that's Weeb Game. Uh, within the Destiny community, Burgundy is kind of getting known for doing solo Grandmaster Nightfall content and even recently completed Birthplace of the Vile solo. Good job on that, by the way. Thank you. I think I'm a perfect fit for Hidden Guardians as a concept <laughs> because I am, because it's like there's like a really nice intro but i am a nobody so this yeah. is going incredibly well yeah. Yeah, you're, also bean, you're also a bean connoisseur True. I, I, have, I have that listed in here and uh what, what else do i have that you have a nice little tight-knit community you got going on your twitch full of weirdos and chicken sandwich enthusiasts that's what i think <laughs> yeah that's about right uh so burgundy how are you doing i'm not doing too bad how you doing we're doing well. We're doing well. Um, Venge, are you awake today? Because <laughs> I didn't. I'm awake. I'm started. alive. <laughs> I am very tired, but I'm here. Yeah. Again, you're busy setting up your new uh, setup. The battle stream, station for gaming. Your your battle station. Yes. <laughs> he, he put a picture up on Twitter, and it neglected his race car bed that he has in his room. <laughs> he didn't show that to the world. But you know, that's like the coolest part, though. Who who cares about like computer parts or anything like that? Just like, <laughs> dude, the fact that he managed to get a race car bed and an orthopedic foam mattress for it—that is baller, right there. That he managed There's... to do the old man and young kid things simultaneously. I that is like. It's like the opposite, but also the definition of midlife crisis. I love it. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. And I'm older than both of you fuckers, and you're mentioning midlife crisis at your age. <laughs> oh, Lord. It's starting off on a wonderful note. Uh, but I'm looking at this lovely list that I compiled of all these freaking weapons. And I may have missed one or two here and there, because there's a lot. And I had to kind of like go to multiple sources as well as look at the in-game list of guns. And let's just start off with the most recent one. Uh, the Guardian Games. SMG. The title. The Lovely title. Lovely Void SMG. I think it's an aggressive frame SMG. I was kind of opposed to it at first. When it came out, I was like, eh, I don't really care. I'm not going to get it. Ended up getting a couple of the drops when they fixed the drop rate this past week. And it's kind of in this weird spot that it just fills in. If you need a void SMG, it's not the best thing out there. Though I have found a use for it in trials of all things, because it can shred through uh, the Titan barriers that people use if you're going up against Titans. Has anybody else like given this thing a shot? Because this was the big chase weapon that just debuted this week that Bungie wanted people to play the freaking event for. I've literally never fired it. You've never fired it. I um I'm looking right now because like I remember people were like really sweaty about the perk about the uh getting your uh 
the class ability. ability. Yeah, which is like fine, I guess. But like, I'm looking at the perks. I'm like, ah, there's not many of these that I'd really be interested in. It's it's negligible that that the origin trait for it, um, which gives you back class energy on kills, is so negligible it doesn't matter. It's almost non-existent. I remember seeing a, a video from Fallout Plays about it. That was like, you might want to get this. This thing's probably going to be really good and all this. And I messed around with it. And I'm like, no, it's not. I flipped to the Hake origin trait and I just use it to get rid of shields. And that's it. I think I lucked out. My role has a perpetual motion and swashbuckler on it. So I'm probably doing a little bit more damage and I'm definitely reloading faster. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, I don't think it's that special. It falls into cold front territory for me. Just another smg that i will eventually shard out of my inventory i'll be honest i also i actually like when uh guardian game stuff came out and it was getting announced and it's like oh these are the new gun i honestly thought it was cold front again like i thought that the title was just cold front because i didn't really pay attention well enough mm-hmm. and then it came out and it's like oh it's actually a different gun even though it like kind of like looks the same and is the same shape and color scheme yeah and yeah. everything yeah yeah what uh, was bizarre when they showed it off the first time and i saw it was called the title the way they described it made me think that the winning class was the only one to get a copy of that gun that would be that would be that would cause a riot i'm pretty sure that would cause a riot i'm, I'm sitting there going that that's a bold move if they're gonna give a weapon away for the winning class for guardian games but eh, that wasn't the case. It's just yeah. now they you stick in a metal and you might get anywhere from one to fifteen hundred of them, depending on the metal rank. <laughs> yeah, the drop rate changed. They just rained down. Yeah, I, I crammed a platinum metal into the podium and like four of them appeared. It's like, okay, <laughs> sure, why not? Came. I, I can use more legendary shards, I suppose. Speaking of sharding things, uh, I'm looking at my list of the exotics that came out, and I've already sharded my Osteostriga. Oh, wow. Oh, you sharded it? Yeah, I, I took it apart. I don't like it. Mine's at level 33. Yeah, I know you use it. I was watching you use it in your uh, your uh, attempt at a birthplace of the vial. I mean... Yeah. Now, like, I'll, I'll, I'll clarify that. I also don't really like it. Okay. It's just that, like, <laughs> sure. Like, um, when overload SMG is just very inconsistent and very unreliable to get off safely, repeatedly on overload champions. Yes. Yeah. And uh, Striga has the benefit of like you can poison an overload, hide. He'll do his like little stun, and he'll stand up and he'll wiggle a bit, and then he'll stun again from the same poison burst. Mm-hmm. So that's like the only reason that I'm using it because that's like. Yeah. It's good for that and nothing else. Yeah, I, I don't see the use for it. I don't think the poison burst is big enough to do a lot of ad clear unless the ads are super tightly packed in. Whereas, say, the necrotic grips seem to have a bigger burst radius. And I'd rather use those instead of the osteostriga. Well, they combo, but, don't they? And they, they get like I, bigger or something? I've heard conflicting things about it, and anything I've tried, it's inconclusive to see if it works in conjunction mm. or not. So mm. unless Bungie actually comes out and says, no, you can use them together like they did with the thorn. 
I'm going to say it probably doesn't as well as people would hope it would. So they're just keeping quiet about it. But it's nothing I, I really wanted to use. I mean, I messed around with it. I think it kind of jerks around way too much on controller to be accurate. And what drove me nuts is something they're recently fixing with it is fixing the 90 degree turn on the projectiles being fired out of it. Cause it always looks strange when you're ADSing and firing that thing. That's like it's firing toxic hot dogs. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. That's exactly right. It's firing toxic hot dogs. It's like, yeah, come on. game. Yeah. The one thing that like that I, that I notice is when, when uh, you're firing it and something is out of range and you just see this, like, you're you're sending your hot dogs and they're not really making it because like it has like a very strict cutoff like it just it will not shoot it will not land on stuff that's like a certain distance away yeah and and i that really like bums me out i get it because it's like a tracking gun and it shoots projectiles but i'm just like oh, yeah i want to walk closer but it doesn't track very well either so it does not <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's not like they gave it the tracking of the Jotun. That would be terrifying if they did that. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that thing could turn 90 degree corners. I've seen happen in Crucible just to yes, kill me with can. it. Uh, speaking of absolute garbage, uh, those exotic glaives. Ugh. I... <laughs> there is no buff that Bungie is going to put on these things next season that are going to make me want to use them. I don't know if I'm alone on that one. I uh, I've only gotten two of them, and I have not actually used either of them. So I've used Edge of Concurrence. That's the Hunter Glaive. It's really bad. I have the uh, pattern for the Warlock one, and never assembled it. And I stopped doing Wellspring after I got all the Wellspring weapon patterns, and for the basic ones. And I don't care about the Titan one. Yeah, uh, using these things all the time because he's like, yeah, constant, literally constantly. Yeah. <laughs> um, the the hunter one's the worst, isn't it? Like, it's just like As the damage right now, that it does is just terrible. Yes, and it only changed the right now. It only changed to four people when you use its uh, ability. Okay, so it's equally point. so. There's like you have twenty seconds of charge time to get the same benefit as a risk runner. For less damage, yes. six. Yes. yes. The yeah, other thing that I actually I... deployed something along the lines of um, uh, the warlock super, where it just like branches out the landfall ability. If that's what it did, I'd probably use it. <laughs> like you fired a landfall bolt somewhere and it trailed everywhere. That might be fun, but this thing is just not. It's not the game, not at all. Well. The other, like, the Titan and the Warlock ones, which I haven't bothered to get because I couldn't bother, be bothered to play that much Wellspring, um, is, like, the, the abilities, they look sad. Like, they look like a sad version of the regular abilities that all the other Guardians have. Like, the bubble, which is, like, weird-shaped and, like, a flan bowl. Yeah. And... The healing turret, which like fires like little weird ghost things, it's just they look like like you can tell that they're worse. And like I don't know, I don't know if that's like like tainting my perception of them as being like not very useful because like I look at the bubble and I'm like that's stupid, that's a terrible looking bubble. It's gonna be bad, or like I'm not gonna get healed at all from this like piddly little thing. 
Yeah. I mean, the Titan bubble, the Titan shield that the Edge of Action puts up looks like a jello mold. Yeah. Yeah, it looks really wonky from what I've seen. It should just be a small dome. It shouldn't be like this weirdly shaped thing, like this rounded rounded conical shaped nonsense. Uh, Edge of Intent, the little healing turret thing. If I wanted to do healing at range, I would use um, the boost of the assembler for my team. Well, those those balls act. They look powerful as opposed to the yeah. the glaive ones, which are like strange, like Ghibli style ghosts. Yeah, and uh, uh, the assembler ones. I think the. Edge of Intent, if I remember right, only heals, but Assembler heals and gives a damage buff, too. Mm-hmm. Because it's just like the um, exotic hand cannon. Illumina? Illumina. Yeah. The same things you're firing. So, why would I want to use something inferior? It Basically, it's taking up an exotic weapon slot that I could use for something far more hard-hitting or more versatile. You know, yeah, so I'm kind of let down by it. Well, not to mention that you're also using a using up one of your weapon slots for a glaive, which is already a waste. <laughs> you know what? I didn't realize how much of a waste the glaives kind of were until they altered suppressive glaive earlier this season. Mm-hmm. Truly, I did not understand how much of a disappointment glaives are. And that was in addition to the non-damage weapon perks not procking on just the general melee kills mm-hmm. that Glaives had an issue with to start with. But they finally fixed. I just, I can't see Glaives really succeeding unless they get more of an overhaul. They're just not worth my time. I'd rather use anything but a Glaive. Unless I absolutely have to use a glaive for like a uh, triumph or something. Sure. Yeah, this, this is like this is the thing that like I don't like about glaives is that they they, they give you a sword and they're like this is a gun. And I'm like, well, I'd really like to use it as a sword. That seems like a really cool thing to do. And they're like, no, no, man, this is a gun. <laughs> yeah. Well, any any of the things you need to do is involves you shooting that gun to build up an, a separate energy bar. Then you can use the shield or whatever special maneuver it has. Yeah, let me load up Excel and get my spreadsheet of charges and melees and stuff to make sure I've <laughs> correctly allocated the right amount of resources before I do this one it's attack that will be worse than just shooting him with any other gun. Why can't it just have it where it just expends every round? You have to have a full uh, clip of ammunition in the glaive, and you go to an all-fire mode, and it expends all of that ammunition to pull off its whatever ability it wants to use, whether it's the shield or a special attack. Why doesn't it do that? Instead of building up a separate energy bar. I uh, or, so. I still like Lebray's Ruin from the raid. Okay. Um, but I do really wish that Glaives had the energy type melee so that you didn't need to use like the projectile to do like solar damage or void damage or whatever it is. Right. I think they, I would like them better if they actually had that damage without needing to need ammo, I guess. I agree. 
Speaking of LeBray's Ruin, though, that should have been the raid exotic, by the way. Not whatever the hell that pulse rifle is. What's it called again? What's the collective collective obligation? obligation? Two of you knew the name. I was just testing you. It's because I like it. (laughs) You like it. Well, you're fired, Bench. Go away. (laughs) Fine, fine. I don't know. It's it's the raid exotic, but it feels like a showcase for Void 3.0. I think it would have been better suited to have like a quest outside of the raid that's not even connected to the raid to get this so more people can mess around with the new void verbs in gun form instead of tying it to a raid weapon that it just doesn't seem like it fits the theme of every gun out of the raid looks like it's at a wood shop now the the only downside would be that if Lubre's Ruin was the raid exotic, it would uh, be an exotic glaive and therefore bad. The so you gotta consider that. See, the only thing I can I could see being a little different with Lubre's Ruin is number one, it would have Rolk's ability to tell, do that teleport slam uh, attack, you know, where he like dashes forward kind of like uh, World Line Zero does. And maybe some other stuff. Maybe you get to teleport. Maybe you can drop kick people in the face. I mean, that might be better then I shoot a pulse rifle and make. Oh yeah, there. That, that's that's even better. Like you just have the glaive, but like its its special ability isn't anything. It's just kicking people. That'd be sick. That'd be awesome. You just see the, <laughs> your boot coming out nonstop, kicking over and over. It would be like uh, the old Duke Nukem 3D game, where instead of having a a punch like the Doom guy did in the various original Doom games, Duke kicked with his boot. So mm-hmm. you're just running around in first person. You see your guardian kicking and punching, you know, nailing people in the head and blowing them up. That'd be fun to do. But I think collective obligation is kind of a wasted opportunity to really show off void in weapon form where it should have been more available. I think that's like my main thing with the gun is I just don't like that they stuck it in the raid. Sure. That's fair. Um, I have it, and I've. This is another. This is gonna be a, probably gonna be like a regular theme. I have not fired it. I have no idea. I believe it. I believe like, it. I like, forget it. I'm I'm infusing it into another weapon. I don't care. <laughs> because like, the only thing about it when it looks to me like what I usually value in weapons is usually stuff that I don't have to think about. Something that just like this will work when I shoot gun. Mm-hmm. Um, so like, this one like. Apply these sets of buffs in these orders, suck it up, and then pass it out. Like, it just, it's a lot of work. Yeah. When I can just, like, hold left click with a photo web, you know? Yeah. It, it, it's, you know, it's a lot of work for, you know, trying to accomplish what one of my void grenades can do with the correct fragments. Mm-hmm. Plus, I can vacuum people into it and then cause bigger explosions all over the place instead of trying to spread out everything. Um, I'd rather, as you said, just hold the fire button and spray hot death from, say, like the Vex Mythic class, then try to figure out how to min-max and balance this raid weapon out. This doesn't work. Mm-hmm. A raid weapon that I was, I'm was, i still okay with, uh, not a raid weapon, an uh, exotic weapon that came out this season, and I'm still okay with, surprisingly, it's the Grand Overture. And it's just for how ridiculous it is firing gigantic bolts of arc energy 
like those stupid colossi that I've been dealing with in Grandmaster Nightfalls. But also the missile barrage. I'm glad they fixed the barrage that you can just empty the entire 20 shots. Same. I uh, I haven't actually used it since I noticed that it was doing only burst of five, but um, I for I kind of forgot that they fixed it, so I'll probably start using it again because I did really like that mm-hmm. when uh when the season started. Yeah, and it did a lot of damage. I think yeah. Overture is going to be one of those weapons that when the Arc 3.0 comes out will probably get a lot more game time because it's really going to hit hard. And there's probably going to mm-hmm. be things that are going to synergize with it since now the missile barrage blinds too when you have the catalyst. Yeah. So I, I can already tell Burgundy's going, I've never fired the Grand Overture. I have actually fired it a lot and I have more oh, thoughts shit. about it. Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, I could... Here. I know, right? I know. Like, actually, I have, I like it. Um, the only problem that I have with it is I don't think the uh, the regular fire sounds as cool as the railguns that the Colossus have. True. Yes. Yeah, I'd agree with that. And I think if it sounded a little close, probably not the same, because I know you like you probably don't want your teammate to sound like a Colossus, and that might be like <laughs> confusing from a gameplay perspective. PTSD. But like. Yeah, but like I don't know, a little closer would be like nice, so it sounded cooler. It sounds like it sounds like it's like this huge gun, and then it's a little bit too piddly. It's just like like there's like more like a soft moan than anything else in my mind. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, that 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 that's that's a good way of putting it. Um, As we're talking about sounds of weapons, I want to bring it over to the parasite which is the exotic grenade launcher from this season that you get after the Witch Queen campaign, that sticks Savathun's Hiveworm into a gun because we always have to have something from some part of a boss enemy that gets turned into a weapon. It's almost like a theme in the entire Only if they're Hive. All the other enemies are safe, but as long as they're Hive. It's a Hive enemy, yeah. I think it was a missed opportunity that the Parasite doesn't talk to you every time you draw the gun out. Just constantly, just like it. It should complain every time you draw the gun out. It should complain that you're not feeding it enough when it has one stack. It should complain it's got explosive diarrhea or something when it's got twenty stacks. You have to. It it just bitches and moans constantly about its state of being. I think that would have been annoying but funny. Mm -hmm. And I like the weapon. I think it's an interesting weapon, and it does bonkers amounts of damage. But it's one of those ones that it, it was a novelty for about a week for me. Yeah, that one, uh, the parasite for me definitely fell off. I had a, I had more excitement about using it, and I haven't used it. I think maybe probably since week two of the the DLC. Mm-hmm. I just it it I don't know what it is about it because it does exactly what you think it would do, and I I guess for me maybe it felt like a waste of an exotic slot. I don't know necessarily a waste of an exotic slot, but I don't think it's been tuned well enough to deserve more people using it. It's it's very um, situational at best. 
I can't yeah. think of a like like I don't equip it because I can't think of a context where I will want to kill like twenty enemies and then do one shot with a parasite and then move on. You know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, it's the I have to melt a stunned, unstoppable champion very quickly. It's like one shot dies. That's about it. I have boss DPS for the parasite is not even anything I would consider because you only get one shot and then you blow your entire amount of uh, feed the worm or whatever it's called stacks that you mm-hmm. have built up. Yeah. So, it, interesting concept. And Grand Overture has it too. The more you kill with it, the more of a missile barrage you have. But at least the missile barrages there feel a little bit more weighty and hefty. And you can now pulse them so you can spread them out. Mm-hmm. So you have more shots instead of you fire one worm that's flying through the air, not screaming and cursing your name either. That's another missed opportunity. It's, you should hear that thing firing and cursing you out as it's traveling further away from you. Come on. I'd, I'd be yeah, for it. Just, just, there's like a, like a, like a really weird hive humiliation kink going on yeah. every time you fire. <laughs> <it>. <laughs> yeah. Fuck you, Burgundy. <laughs> you know, something like that. I'd be down for it, but you know, it is what it is. Yeah, should talk uh, me harder, you little worm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, we're doing plenty of shit talk right now. I'm looking through some of the other stuff. It's like. Let's see. Out of the playlist weapons. So there was like one new playlist weapon pretty much added on, with the exception of Iron Banner, which had two, and the Nightfall had Duty Bound and Silicon Aroma added. But those are kind of older. But out of mm-hmm. all the playlist weapons, from Gambit, Crucible, Vanguard, all that, the only one I've actually used with any consistency is the Gambit Auto Rifle, the Harad C, which is a 360 RPM stasis auto rifle. It's a Hockey-made one. Yeah. I have no idea why I use this as much as I will. That's the like it? part. I like it, but I, I, it fires slower than most auto rifles that I normally like. Um, I I ju- I don't know. I just maybe the sound of it when it's discharging, the chunky look of it, the natural green coloration on it. I think it's kind of nice. But this thing just normally I would have scrapped a hockey auto rifle. This one I just appealed to me for some unknown reason. Maybe this it's a stasis auto rifle. But I guess also because I play Gambit, I will throw it on and use it to mark invaders when they come in because of the intrinsic uh, perk that's oh, on it. sure. And it's annoying to invaders because I guess I can kind of remove most of their overshield with it in a couple shots before they, you know, gallahorn me into oblivion. You can do a little bit of damage and point them out before somebody else gallahorns them and the gallahorn trade continues. Yeah. <laughs> Something along those lines, just like wolf pack rounds are just filling the entire arena but let's see the uh, vanguard they have that fortissimo slug shotgun yeah um, i used it a couple times and i just don't even when all of a sudden it was you know with the dodgio on it you could one shot somebody in the crucible 
once you get one kill to start it and it's like no i it never went with me into the crucible uh the crisis inverted hand cannon from the crucible absolute garbage oh i hate it i hate it so much oh it's I haven't used any of the seasonal weapons. Those those weapons. I I, I every time I get the cruises the, the uh, crisis inverted, I just dismantle it. There's nothing about it I want. And I, I like have. one. I like one forty RPM hand cannons, and it's an arc one. And I guess the perk pool could be okay, but it's so big you would never get a roll that's worth it. It's just fodder for infusion or just getting glimmer and uh, legendary shards. I have a good one cuz I lucked out on it. Okay. Um and I still hate it. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um, what did you, you get? Uh so I have a rapid hit kill clip one. Okay. And some barrels, I don't know. But Okay. The one thing I so like I don't like it because I don't know if you've fired it, but it, it feels like there's also a gun in the handle that fires simultaneously every time you shoot it. No, I've like, never had that thought, but that's interesting. Because the kick is so severe. It's like it's not like a smooth kick like most 140s or most hand cannons. It's very like jarring and sudden. Hmm. Okay. I don't know if this is just me just being like like really specific and... Well, I'm wondering about if it, it, but if it's a difference between you know uh, PC mouse and keyboard and console, it might be that there might be some, there's going to be some differences. I I remember like um, when I was talking to uh, Japan's America, he also said that he hated it for the same reason. Mm-hmm. But like, but like he also really hates hand cannons, and he goes in and uses a, them just to like complain about them. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't know. Yeah. It's it's hot garbage. I, since you brought up, you know, looking at what roles you have, uh, that Harad C, going back to the Gambit one, I actually have one with Ricochet Rounds, Dynamic Sway Reduction, and Frenzy on it. So, that's probably adding to why I like it so much, because my range on it is almost totally maxed out. And once you're in combat, you're in Gambit, you're basically shooting things nonstop. Frenzy's almost constantly up, and Dynamic Sway yeah. is keeping me really, really stable and accurate while I'm firing it. So it might have to do more with the actual perks on it than anything else. I will say that, like, all the uh, slow firing, uh, firing auto rifles, they've never been, like, good, but there's something nice about them. Like, I don't know, there's, like, a, there's, like, a, something, like, a draw to them. Like, I want them to be good. I think they need to increase damage per bullet by another point. Just like one extra point of damage per bullet. Because they do fire so slowly. I think their TTK needs to just be brought up just a smidge. Mm -hmm. And then they would feel better. They don't have to fire faster. They just need to hit harder. Slightly. Should be like a scout rifle. 68 damage to the head every time. (laughs) Speaking of hitting harder and scout rifles, I was going to actually talk about Aisha's Embrace from Trials. That was the next one on my list. That 260 RPM rapid fire frame void scout that tends to map me nonstop 
when I'm in any kind of PvP situation that other people are using it, and yet when I fire it, it bucks so hard I can't control it. In theory, I like scout rifles quite a bit. I do not like the scout rifle whatsoever. Yeah, I'm not as big of a fan of it as I thought I was going to be. Because I, I got the the triple tap and fourth times roll. And like even in PvE, like there's just there's not a lot of it's probably just the state of scout rifles in general, but um yeah, it just doesn't it doesn't feel good. Yeah. And I kind of compare its performance for me to the scout rifle from Deepstone Crypt. You know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's that's also a rapid frame scout rifle. And that thing actually managed to be easier to control. And I was able to target better with it than Aisha's. Aisha's just like kicks way too hard up into the right for me when I'm shooting it. It's rather obnoxious. I actually kind of forget about the trusty. I like the trusty. <laughs> trusty was good. Hey, when uh, the rotators come around for raids, you know, it will happen for Deep Zone. Then people will be able to go back and get some new rolls on those guns. Maybe I can finally get eyes of tomorrow. That's not going to happen. It probably won't. <laughs> How many attempts are you at trying to get oh, eyes of tomorrow? Like thirteen. It's not. It's not very many, but uh, yeah. It, I was curious I'm, just because I know somebody who's a, who took him seventy four attempts. So I know yeah. somebody that was sixty three <laughs> before they got it, and she was elated that it happened. It took me thirty three attempts to get eyes of tomorrow. And the raid that I got it in, I never went back into Deepstone Crypt again after I got it. Because that was the last thing I needed for the title. Yeah. So I was done with it. Uh, but the, it's uh, drop rates are a whole different can of worms for this. How many did it take for you to get it if you have it, Burgundy? Uh, it was like it was like 20 or so. Yeah. But I didn't have the joy of being able to stop because like i was like one of the first people to get it and j pans america it took him 74 attempts to get the fucking thing <laughs> so i was there for every single clear for him <laughs> oh lord yeah yeah and i i remember it was something similar like the uh, space canada clan that i'm in where when bolt of glass came out and the drop rates on the vex class were just Either you were extremely lucky and you got it within the first like three or four clears, or you were waiting into the double digits going up and up and up until it finally dropped for you. I mean, I think uh, the clan leader ended up getting it after they nerfed <laughs> the gun. So, you know, he didn't get it when it was at its highest peak. I got it on like, like my 15th clear or something like that. So I was able to use it. But, you know, then again, uh, when coming to raid weapons and drop rates, I got 1,000 voices on my very first clear of Last Wish. So. I've never been that lucky about anything. Uh, that actually ruined my RNG for a solid four years when that happened. <laughs> Getting that just, like, killed my RNG. And I'm pretty sure it's because I was cursed by the guy that was in the fire team 
with us when it dropped out of my chest. He was talking about how nobody was going to get it. He's cleared this raid 30 times already. He's never got it. And he's bragging <laughs> that nobody was going to get it. And I opened the chest and it popped for me. And you heard him throw his headset. <laughs> and oh, the guy disconnected. Yeah. I mean, he lost his <laughs> mind and disconnected. And I'm like, all right, well, he's just like carved out a outrider shaped voodoo doll and he's stabbing it repeatedly over and over <laughs> again. There goes my RNG for the rest of my life. <sighs> That's what it is. Crazy uh, that somebody sent him a lockier hair to put that together, but yeah, I, I told my wife stop doing that to my enemies. You know, don't give them locks in my hair. Stop doing that. <laughs> Do it to the fans. All right, subs only. Yeah, really. <laughs> I mean, I have no problem with her sending out my bath water to people, but come on, not my locks. <laughs> yeah, that's a business. Not my okay, hair. That's fine. <laughs> Speaking of bath water, um, those Iron Banner weapons were. Interesting for all of like three seconds, I think. Razor's Edge, the Vortex, Frame Void Sword, and the Frontier's Cry Precision 180 RPM Solar Hand Cannon. That looks like a robot's penis. That it does. just so bad looking. Uh, yeah, I don't like firing it because it, it is like you're aiming down like a dryer. Yeah. With a sight on it. It's like so big, but it's like so small simultaneously, like a robot's penis. Yes. It's like <laughs> it, it's like you have this like rounded barrel and these like two rounded discs on the side of it. It's like I am holding a dick in my hand. I can't mm -hmm. <laughs> how did that get approved? <laughs> Is this like Saladin telling us to go fuck ourselves because he's now with Keitel? Is that what I want to know? Is that really <laughs> the lore behind this gun? But they were they were underwhelming to me. I, I messed around with the Frontier's Cry, and I was like, yeah, it's all right. I haven't I wanna... played Iron Banner yet. <laughs> haven't played Iron Banner yet? Wow. No. You didn't miss a whole lot. I'll be very honest with you. This season has not been the best. I'm going to in, it, uh, in the last one so I can get the, the seasonal challenge triumph thing done. Is that, like, um, next week, I think? Oh, I have no idea. Or the week right before... I don't know. There's not many weeks left in the season, so one of the I it's guess, one of those I weeks. Guess it would have to be this coming week or next week, right? Because then, yeah. but they haven't announced anything either, so it's like, all right, we'll see how it goes when it's going to drop. I it it's got to be this week or next. There's no other choice. There's still one more Iron Banner due. Yeah. Uh, Throne World weapons. For the amount of effort I did to get all the patterns for them to complete the triumphs to get the gumshoe title, which is all I really wanted, I have put zero effort into actually using these things. And that would be like the Pointed Inquiry Void Scout, the Empirical Evidence Sidearm, Forensic Nightmare SMG, Likely Suspect Fusion Rifle, and the Red Herring Rocket Launcher. I threw the Enigma in there too because you kind of get it before you get out into the throne world. but. I do like Forensic Nightmare and Likely Suspect. All the rest are pretty meh. Um, I I think they all like sound really good. I don't know if that's something anyone noticed. Just like all the guns, they just like they they feel nice to to shoot. Mm -hmm. Yeah. The only one I've used a lot of is the Fusion Rifle because the Likely Suspect because it comes with like 
perks that you didn't see before and like they're not common to most fusions you know firmly planted successful warm-up mm-hmm. and i'm a big fan of that but i haven't used a lot of the other ones a lot i think i might end up using more of them next season because like right um the smg whatever that was called the forensic, forensic nightmare. Forensic nightmare. It's like I could use that, or I could use this funnel web with while the uh, void things are going on right now, right? Right. Um, but like maybe next season I'll use it. Um, and, th- and that's kind of the same with like a lot of the weapons. the The only one that I wanted was the scout because of, of the like the barrier champion stuff on it. Mm-hmm. Oh, the adaptive munitions too. Yeah. You can um, break I- barriers in like two shots or something with it. Yeah, so that's what I wanted. But I didn't get enough red weapon, red versions of it during the campaign, so I went and farmed it. It took me six hours of farming chests from high-value targets in patrol. <laughs> and I didn't get, like, I needed, I needed two of the, the red borders. I didn't get one at three hours and the next one at three hours. I got both of them right after each other on hour six. Oh, no. <laughs> That's awful. (laughs) (laughs) And, like, this was, like, two weeks ago, so I haven't even, like, crafted it or, like, leveled one up. (laughs) It took me three weeks to get the last two Forensic Nightmare red box weapons to drop to get the pattern. And that was the only pattern I needed to get the Triumph completed. It took me three weeks of farming. The freaking throne world, high value targets, level three chests, everything. It took forever to get that stupid SMG. So, out of spite, I'm not going to use that SMG at this moment. <laughs> uh, I don't really care for what they look like. And that's just a, a point for me is if I'm not fond of what the gun actually looks like, whether you're inspecting it or you're holding it in your hand, I won't use it. Because it's ugly and I don't want to sit there and stare at it. And these things look like they took a typewriter and broke off the keys onto them and glued them to the sides to make periodic table of elements, um, you know, formulas on the sides of them. All these Throne World weapons and Wellspring weapons do this. And I just think they're terrible looking. They kind of look like they should have been in Deepstone Crypt almost. I agree with that. With with the look of them. That's what I think of when I see most of them. Yeah. They look more science-y than, you know, Hive Throne World thing. I think these should have been more like Hive-looking weapons, but light Hive-looking weapons. Uh, okay, because, like, the way that these are supposed to work, like, it's not obvious. Like, these weapons aren't even f- supposed to be, like, Hive-worldy. Like, I don't even know if they're Darkness or, like, hit, like, for the Hidden. Like, it's one of their weapons or something. Like, you get them from the Throne World, but it's not... It's themed around like the hidden yeah i think it most of it is themed around the hidden but which is like really weird to me yeah it it, it just didn't work very well for me those groups of weapons um i also think it's weird that every single one of them has salt written on it somewhere yes because that that, that's bungee insulting the uh the player base, the hardcore player base, because we're always salty about yeah. everything. So they're just reminding us. <laughs> if you don't if you don't like the weapons, it's just the weapons looking back at you and being like, you mad, bro? 
Just like 2008 <laughs> memes. Hey, the Forensic Nightmare, as of this past weekend, has seen an uptick in usage thanks to the uh, Guardian Games uh, cheese that, that you can use to kill yourself repeatedly using ricochet rounds with this SMG. And if you have a fire team of three people, you can farm Guardian Angel medals and boost your score up over 600,000. Real easy. Oh, and that's... That, uh, that's an odd way to go about it. <laughs> uh, you, Terrible game. Like I don't know if you guys noticed this. It's just come on. <laughs> it, it's an it's an exploit. You know, it's it's built in the game. Resurrecting your teammates is built into the game. Mm-hmm. You can apparently kill yourself with ricochet rounds, and two shots from this thing can kill you at point blank range if you have a low piece of armor on. And uh, it's rather amusing that people will spend ten to fifteen minutes farming themselves and their teammates before they finish the entire strike just so they can get over 600,000 score. I did mine legit. I did mine solo to get into the top percent like a like a normal person. Uh, last night uh Bam <laughs> and I uh, you you know Bam is Jedi Polaris. Yeah. He shows up in your chat. Bam and I did a run and we finished with a rando at like 298,000, I think. So for us, that was exceptional that we managed to do that. And it says we were in the top 10%. I'm actually wondering, we're kind of all over the place. I'm actually wondering that the top 10% thing is less of a, they're looking at the entirety of all the scores of the players and figuring it out versus they estimate what the player's skills are actually capable of doing. And they set barriers like internally. It's like, well, when you hit this number score, you're in this. And we only figure people that hit this number and higher will be in the top 10%. I'm wondering if that's what they're considering. Which well, is probably uh, what she's been radio silent about. <laughs> my highest score for it was as like, it's either 234 or 243. Uh, mm-hmm. And the first few days after getting that, we were top 10%, and now okay. it's like top 30%. So it's yeah. it has actually changed a little bit. Okay. But. okay, so they are taking into consideration everybody then. All right. But of course, anyways, your scores are getting worse from the, the wall cheesers. Yes, they are. That, that's It's highly amusing, but I really don't care one way or the other. I, I did my week of Guardian games, and I don't see it being very... Um, fulfilling to keep moving on with it but i'm, now, I'm looking at the rest of these uh, throne world weapons and the wellspring weapons these are the pain in the ass ones to get because yes. the drop rates were low uh come to pass auto rifle i don't use that father sin sniper now there's some pvp players that like to use that but it's sitting in my vault the fair the fell teradiddle which is the bow i love that name the Terradiddle. It's just so strange sounding. And the Tarnation Grenade Launcher. I've used that more than anything else. But again, these are all weapons that I hate what they look like. And I have better weapons from other activities in the same archetype that I'm just going to use over them. Mm -hmm. I find that disappointing. Uh, I hate the come to pass. The auto rifle. Why? I hate it. It's just, Why? it's just like the 
It feels weird to shoot. It's like a... Is it a high-impact one? I think it is. Or I'm completely wrong. I don't know what I'm talking about. It is a 360 RPM. Um, like, even, like, the Gambit one, like, the Herod C feels better. Mm-hmm. Like, because, um, because this one's... I don't know what it is, but it just, like, it feels like it does less damage. Like, it doesn't feel as good to actually use long-term, even though that's, like, completely made up and makes no sense. <laughs> no. Feel has a lot to do with, you know, preference of a weapon. And if it doesn't feel like it's, you know, advertised or statted out as, then it's not worth using. Mm-hmm. And I think we all have expectations of things. And, of course, I'm looking through my list as we're talking, and I go, oh, I totally overlooked that. Talking about the Dead Messenger exotic grenade launcher earlier. I kind of jumped around a little bit. Uh, my yeah. expectation for that was it was going to be fun. I was not let down, and it's part of my ongoing inventory nonstop. Yeah, I like the Dead Messenger quite a bit, too. Uh, but going back to this entire notion of feel, um, you know, we have these general craftable weapons like the Palmyra B stasis rocket launcher. I freaking like that weapon quite a bit. Yeah. It's always on me. Inherent tracking? Check. Mine has Chill Clip and Ambitious Assassin on it, and that's just fun. I like slowing down mobs of enemies that survive the blast radius of that thing. Good time. Mm-hmm. I always use it. Uh, the Syncopation 53, the Stasis Pulse Rifle, the Amalon Pulse Rifle. It's fun, but only when you have certain roles. Otherwise, it's very mediocre. The uh, syncopation to me has like a very much like a uh, a hawksaw feel to it. Exactly, mm. it does, and it almost has the same body of it. But the best role I've ever had for this, I got lucky and got outlaw and headstone, and that combination when you're running around doing end game um, patrol area activities like I'm a master at, that thing fucks. Once you're in that zone. Mm-hmm. that thing your stasis crystals all over the map and i was running a void subclass it didn't matter anyways but it was just funny to screw with the blueberries running around in the cosmodrome i try to make sure that i have like, every time I'm in a fire team i make sure that headstone is a perk is banned why <laughs> <laughs> why <laughs> no headstone in this fire team no yeah. sir it's because there's been too many times where somebody kills something in front of my thunder crashes. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that makes sense. So, like, I'll just, like, and it's happened, like, multiple times. I'm like, oh, yeah, here comes some big boss DPS, and this stupid little crystal comes up and blocks my shot. It drives me nuts. I'm going to have to remember that for future use, to be honest. But... <laughs> <laughs> Uh, God, what else we have? The Ragnild, Ragnhild D, the shotgun, the hockey shotgun. Uh, that's, I don't care for that. I tried it out. It, it felt like you were holding a ruler and looking down a ruler. You know, the long way of it. It's very thin and narrow. It doesn't feel like a shotgun to me. But then again, some of the other shotguns in this game take up like half your screen when you're ADSing. Yeah. So it just felt strange having a very thin, narrow one. I, I know I saw lots of videos when people start crafting that one. 
and they're like, oh, this is the best PvP shotgun right now available. Blah, blah, blah. I'm like, every PvP shotgun is the best one available whenever a shotgun ape gets a new shotgun. What I will say mm-hmm. is that it is also like a very good um, PvE shotgun. Because okay. if you set yourself up with one of the, uh, like a melee build, mm-hmm. on any class that does like melee builds, you can do it on like Hunters, Warlocks. Works, obviously works best on the Titan still, even though they changed how the, uh, the, st- the buffs multiply. Because okay. it is the only currently available aggressive frame shotgun that can roll with one-two punch. And because all the rest of them are energies, so they do 5% less damage. So it actually, like, Medic, in yeah. terms of, like, very specific bosses, has a better, uh, like, well, it do better breakpoints. Like, you, like, to the point, like, this is, like, very specific, but this is, like, true elsewhere. It's just the one example that comes to mind. Like, you can solo Templar with it, but you can't do it with any other aggressive frame energy shotgun with one two punch on it because of the little bit of extra damage it gets by being kinetic. Sure. Okay. Like that's super specific. And you're thinking yeah. to yourself, dog, what the fuck are you talking about? But it does good damage on, on like extra, like, uh, like on majors. Like if you're doing like vault of glass and you're going up against wyverns and stuff like that, it'll do that little bit of extra damage so that you can get them down a little bit faster. Oh, I was actually thinking when you were spewing that out of your mouth was uh, this is why we brought you on because you do high end game of PVE activities. So it's interesting getting that kind of perspective on some of these weapons. From yeah, mind you, like if you're if you're doing Vault of Glass, it genuinely doesn't matter what you're using, right? Like, like it like it's not hard. It's a raid. Come on, <laughs> yeah, but like aren't hard. It's just not just like it's end game content or anything. No, just just get it done forehead. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> uh, in my mind, I'm going. Oh, there's like that elephant picture going up right now. <laughs> Every that's okay. That's I'm trying to like be normal with talking about weapons, so it's not just me just like doing fucking elephant audio auto fellatio <laughs> with all of my gun takes. It's like, well, right, when I'm you're going. a genius who's talented and good at everything, and you can do all these really hard things by yourself, <laughs> look at all these one thing, cool weapons you can do. <laughs> Fuck you, plebes. You can't do the shit I can. <laughs> it's like, oh, really? How many oh, times yeah. have you gone through that nightfall before you finally got done with it? Oh, 85 times before you completed it? Of course you have everything memorized. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Lord. Uh, God, what else we got here? We got those seasonal weapons, which are the stuff that we get from the psyops battlegrounds. Mm-hmm. Um, I like these. These are the ones I actually use the most of, like the peace of mind pulse rifle. I crafted that, and I am enjoying that. I have a enhanced elemental capacitor on it. And on a, vo- on a void character, watching your uh, stability numbers, you know, go way the hell up on that thing. Oh, I like stability on my guns, especially pulse rifles. Peace of mind. That's always on me. The under the skin, which is the bow. Love that bow. Absolutely love mm-hmm. that bow. I use the shit out of the bow. Oh, God, it's great. Uh, I'm, that's another one built. And I just, I, 
there's so many weapons I want to try, but I don't have enough materials to craft them and then upgrade them. And that is probably the thing that's holding me back from a lot of these guns, especially the ones that are craftable, is I don't have the materials to experiment with them. Drives me crazy. Mm-hmm. Under the skin. Archer's Tempo and Explosive Head. I love it. I love it. I love doing that little extra bit of damage when I'm plinking away at a uh, Barrier Champion's shield with it. And then just like keeping things a little bit more of a lockdown. Uh, the Thoughtless Sniper Rifle. I've had fun using it. It's alright. The Recurrent Impact LMG. Stasis LMG. A lot of these weapons were also stasis weapons, which I thought was kind of neat. Uh, that thing is a bullet hose, the LMG. And that's another one that can actually roll with Burgundy's favorite perk, Headstone. I, uh... I, I actually, like, I think one of the nice things about the, um... Recurrent impact is like if if you're like a controller player, you probably know that like a lot of rapid fire LMGs are just like you can't do anything with them because they're so messy. Yeah, like that was like the like I haven't played controller in a while, but that's like that was like the history of all of them. There was like twenty one percent delirium, and then nothing else was usable. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> but I don't find that's the case with recurrent impact. It's just like it's like very controllable. It seems like. Yeah, it is. And you, you can actually, when you have a long line of thrall coming in your direction, just start beaming a couple of them in the head. If you have headstone, you have a whole lot of crystals setting up barriers and just shattering them through and just, you can have a party with that gun. It's a good time. Uh, Sweet Sorrow Auto Rifle, that's a void one. That's another bullet hose. It tends to kick a little bit too much for me, but if you need an arc gun that will shred a shield very quickly. It'll do that. Mm-hmm. I am... I'm a fan of the explosive personality breach grenade launcher. It's that wave frame. Mm-hmm. But I don't think this season is very good for it. Sure. I'm waiting for the solar rework. Because I have a role that has auto-loading holster and, of all things, golden tricorn on it. And I had this feeling that on a solar grenade type build, that thing's going to do an extreme amount of damage. Mm -hmm. And I'm looking forward to, you know, trying it out in full at that point. This is, it's kind of weird. Like, I don't know if you guys remember, but like, remember when like the first waveframes were coming out? Pretty sure everyone was like, what? Why? Why? What is? What is this? Why? Why would I use this? You know, martyrs retribution. Yeah, yeah. The, the like, beginning of it all. Yep. And it's it's such it's such like a nice, uh, redemption arc that like there are so many there's like all these like waveframe launchers mm-hmm. that like every like the the at the beginning it was just like why would I use one of these and now it's like these are like viable builds and there's a lot of things you can do with them and they're like fun to use they're actually like really fun to use in crucible if you ever yeah like... I've, I've had them used on me repeatedly and yeah i can see where they'd be a lot of fun in crucible too yeah you take like an explosive personality or like uh 
any of the waveframes, put in quick access sling, and then put on a hand cannon in your uh, kinetic. I, I went in with uh, it was explosive personality and uh, a fate bringer with explosive payload. Mm-hmm. And just like running up to people, shooting the just shooting the one shot, and then hot swapping to hit him in the dick with the fate bringer to get like a really quick kill. It was just it was a fucking blast. Mm-hmm. I've seen people using the forbearance, yeah, uh, breach grenade launcher with chain reaction in the crucible. Because if your uh, resistance score isn't high enough, you're dead, and then you blow up, and then you take out somebody next to you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so that that's amusing as well but uh forbearance now that that's a grenade launcher i like if i have more opportunities to raid i am going to try to get four more red box versions so i can get the uh pattern for it same with the insidious now the insidious the pulse rifle from the raid i use all the time mm-hmm. i managed to get a basic roll on it that just works so well for me because it the type of pulse rifle it is it's a slower firing pulse rifle which i am totally on board with because those are dad rifles and i am a dad it's also a four burst right yeah so i don't use the insidious a ton but i do like it 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 can peel off arc shields without too much problem it does a lot of work this season because of a uh, unstoppable pulse. Yeah, it does really well with that. I also like the fact that when you throw butter bark on it, it really looks like I made it in wood shop. I mean, it's ugly. It fits me <laughs> oh, because of the ugliness. It, it, it's like seeing how ugly it looks is a reflection into my own soul. I think that I am that horrible wood shop creation in real life. Bruh, so, you know. bruh same. <laughs> Oh, really? Burgundy, put the Butterburk shader on the weapons from the raid. Oh, yeah, that looks so good. They they all look like they're made in woodshop. You should check out the submission as, uh, submachine gun because that's even blockier. It's terrible, and I love it. Oh, yeah, it's, that, is, that is very wood. I well, So what I always do is, like, I always put Butterbark on guns that I have to use but don't want to. Mm-hmm. Because, like, if there's, like, this gun works with this build for doing this, like, one specific challenge, and you literally can't use anything else, I'll put Butterbark on it, because I hate it so much. But fuck, yes. that, looks, that looks so good. <laughs> I hate Butterbark, period. And when I was looking for, just out of disgust, for the raid weapons, because I wasn't fond of how blocky they looked, and I just didn't care for them overall. Um, when I came across Butterbark, I was just like, it shaded in such the right way. I was like, this 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 shader was made specifically for the raid weapons in this game. Somebody <laughs> was a genius months ago, but didn't know yes. it. Yeah, absolute genius, absolute genius. And I, I every single raid weapon will have butter bark on it when I get it. Um, but I've only had uh, the privilege of using the Insidious Pulse, the Submission SMG, which I l- apparently lucked out for getting like. Uh, Oh god, what the hell did I get on it? Like subsistence in like uh I think it was subsistence and um crap. Yes, and crap. That there we go. That's now let me look. That's the old reloading diarrhea on the subsistence. Exactly. That's that's what that's what it was. 
There it is. Hold on. There, no, it wasn't subsistence. Overflow and Swashbuckler on it. Oh, sure. It's when uh, you and Pasala and uh, Ferret and all them took me through on my first run. And I think Pasala yelled at me for getting that as a drop. And, it, you know, that's fun. It's okay. Uh, Insidious, I love it. Forbearance, I finally got one on my second run. I've gotten repeated copies of Lubre's Ruin. It's all right. But I've never got my hands on Deliverance kinetic stasis fusion rifle nor the cataclysmic linear fusion rifle so i'm going to defer to you two because what do you think of those things um i mean i don't i don't use fusions a ton so the fusion for me is kind of meh um i know it's a, a weapon that's sought after and can have some roles that are i think are really good for probably pvp i don't know so much for pve um, and the cataclysmic, I like, I like quite a bit. I, one of the things that I like about it, we talked about last week is literally how it sounds. Yeah. Like, I just like the sound that, of it firing and it's a, it's a good weapon. I've only gotten a few weapons in the raid in my like 15, 17 clears, whatever it is that I can actually craft. Um. So, yeah, really like the submission, really like uh, LeBray's Ruin, and I do like uh, Forbearance quite a bit, but I wish that it could roll with um, auto-loading, but it, it can't. So that's where, like, Explosive Personality has a bit of an edge, I think, just because that one can drop and run with uh, auto-loading holster. I've seen the workaround for forbearance is, you know, you still have chain reaction, but you have ambitious assassin. I have one that's got Genesis and chain reaction. So whenever I break a shield, I, <clears throat> it will like reload. Yeah. Which is nice. Um, but it's not something that you could use and get anywhere with like a end game level stuff. I have seen some people using the uh, forbearance and endgame level stuff quite successfully. It really depends. I just, on I just, I just mean it with the with the idea of auto loading. I'm not saying it's yeah. not viable. Yeah, because I like it. I do think it is viable, but so well, like auto, already... like auto loading on a grenade launcher is is very much like like if, if a sniper. like well, I don't think so much that necessarily like that, but like. Because like snapshot on a sniper is almost like necessary, but I don't I don't think auto loading is necessary. But I but it definitely depends on your gameplay style. Like for me personally, I probably need it because I won't reload my gun. I just don't like doing it. I'm like I'm just going forward. I'm hitting W. I'm not stopping to reload at any point. Um. piece of garbage shit craig what you do to fix it is even though like a lot of time was finished it's like oh yeah we had a we had a little bit of a drop in the uh footage there but uh every gun that you didn't hear about loved them they're all my favorite tied for first <laughs> they're amazing dude it's wild <laughs> uh, <yeah. laughs> 
Yeah, and you know what? That's actually what I'm going to keep going with right now is what we just said. Uh, that, yes, every single gun you did not hear us talk about when I'm doing the editing and I reach that certain point that's going to make this jump to this section is because we had a major error when it came to recording this podcast. And to be very honest, I'm not sure where we're going to go back to. But we did go over the seasonal weapons, you know, all the nice Keitel weapons. One thing I didn't talk about was I really liked the look of them. I actually like the aesthetic to them with like, you know, the uh, nice warriors filigrees on them and the uh, the scopes. I actually like the Cabal scopes. It's the first mm-hmm. time I've ever seen a Cabal weapon that looked like the Cabal intentionally designed it for humans to use. I didn't think about that, but that, yeah. And I, I dig that. I dig that quite a bit. And they tend to shade very well, too. And I'm, I really like it. And they just feel really, really good. Uh, the raid weapons we were talking about, and we've all determined that Butterbark is the best possible shader for them of all time. Because it's Woodshop, baby. And they're ugly. But they're cool. Reckless Endangerment is just a good legendary shotgun until you find a better one. It is an actual shotgun that you can earn in, in the video and games. The general world loot pool, which we were kind of uh, basically find a good funnel web, get an Ogma PR6. It's a solar lightweight pulse rifle from Amalon. If it rolls with Demolitionist and Wellspring, lock it down because you're going to get back all your energy very quickly. Um, also, now you have to make a dick joke. You gotta, you gotta say Agma balls when you get it. You gotta fuck with the people you're with. Yeah, seems like I think it's like Ligma, except it's Agma. I think uh, Craig, the Discord recording bot, can Agma balls. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Craig, you, you you can Agma my balls too, and you could snorry them while you're at it. Uh, God, me. Yeah, we we were we were chatting for a long time, and yeah, typically. This is how this show sometimes goes. Stupid recording bot just dies on me for no damn reason. But I think overall we had a good conversation. And I really thank you, Burgundy, for joining us for this. No problem. Thanks for having yeah. me. I, yeah, I tried to I tried to to limit my vitriol and elitism. I think right, I nailed please. it. Please. Please. <laughs> if we do this again at the end of the next season, we'd love to have you back for it too. Because uh, it's always nice to get some you know thoughts and discussions about the bullshit we're playing with in Destiny 2. Yeah. And if you do want to check out Burgundy, you can go to his Twitch, twitch.tv slash burgundyworld, or harass him on Twitter about why he likes Rolk's feet at burgundy underscore world. Also, he has a YouTube's with JPan's America called American Whirlwind. You can check out some videos there, too. You know, they upload that a little less normal, but uh, Twitch is where he's at, and uh, you know, let him know that the bird is the word. When you go into his chat, and I, I promise I won't kick you out or anything like that, but you got to follow him first. Next week, uh, Venge, I have no fucking clue what we're going to talk about. I, I, I have no gonna... idea what we're going to talk about till the day before the podcast, bro. It's pretty fine. much. Um, <laughs> I, I'm going to wait till see what Thursday brings up because we're two weeks out from the new season with the next mm-hmm. this coming twab. And I have no idea 
what they're going to talk about in it, if anything. It might be the Iron Banner rework. It might be what 3.0 thing is being released, though I have this feeling that may not be even talked about until the week right before. Yeah. No clue. They're probably going to talk about Guardian games again, and nobody cares about that garbage. But in the meantime, we're just going to be hanging out, sending hateful messages to Craig for cutting out again during another podcast. I think the best, everybody. Craig. Yeah, be well, everybody. Have a good <laughs> one. Bye-bye now. <laughs> bye. Okay, bye. Okay, bye.